It's another week of World War Three, or I should say weekend, of World War Three protesters. It's time to get everybody caught up. Welcome to the Griff Report. The Griff Report starts now. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. Of all the Jesuses I know, he's the Hotepiest. Social scientist and YouTube host, Hotep Jesus. How the fuck do you get a name like Hotep Jesus? The one and only Hotep Jesus. Ryan Sharp, better known to the world as Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Somebody said... What do you think you are? Some kind of Hotep Jesus? Ooh, and that's I was good. Just like, ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> yes, I do think I'm Hotep <laughs> Jesus. What's up, people? I'm your host, the Griff God. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Oh, this is a real Hotep brother. Hotep. Hotep to all my Hoteps. Hotep to all my, oh, almost lost my post here. Hotep to all my Hoteps. I had to send my promo post out. Almost deleted it. What up, y'all? How y'all feeling in the chat? What up, Lizette? What up, Rue? My man Jules in the chat. Joe Bid, Jimmy Doss, Steph Colonel, Jack Reeves, the Hotep. What up, y'all? Def Jules with the early super chat. What up? Hotep. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, Def Jules. Shout out to the homie contributing to the fun. Putting his money where his heart is. Investing in in Hotepistan. A uh, couple of things before we get to the stories of the day. Let me start with the one that's on the front of my mind first. So I forget how I came across this, but I came across some information in regards to artificial intelligence. I don't know where, what, but basically blending or obfuscating or confusing reality from, I guess, virtual reality, right? So making art that looks like real life, but isn't real life. So I've come to the conclusion that I'll no longer create realistic type art. I think that's it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I, I, I'm now against making realistic art and fake people. I think that's it's a bit creepy how you begin to manifest false people. They look real, but they're not real. And uh, this could be dangerous. I'm not sure the implications yet. I haven't gotten a chance to think about the implications of this, mostly because I've been thinking about my pivot. So from now on, I'm only going to do cartoon related stuff, maybe 3D cartoons and 2D cartoons. Right now, I'm probably going to stick with Jap anime. Uh, to uh, add visuals to my CBDC update and other projects like these thumbnails for these streams. So, yeah, that's where my mind is. And I suggest my audience, if you're going to use AI generated generative art, don't make realistic looking people. It's it's bad. I think it's bad. Um, I know Chad is proud of me somewhere. Shout out to Chad. And, um, you know, we would we do want to be responsible. We do want to use artificial intelligence. Um, anime HJ. I, so that's not me. That just, I, I just created the description. I think the description on that one was cyberpunk, high tech fashion, uh, black male dreadlocks. It's, it, if at first it popped me out, this really weird looking liberal white woman. And then it popped out a black chick. 
And I was like, nah, I think I want a black dude with dreadlocks. See how that looks. And it came out really cool first try. So shout out to my my animation creation with AI. It's much safer use. I think what I came across was when people see AI generated art, they should know it's AI generated art. That's a safe way to use AI. If you look at it and you got to take a second to go, wait, is this real or not? Then we're probably not creating something safe. This is dangerous waters. Now, that's not to say government needs to come in and ban things because you know how I feel about that. Um, anyway, don't forget QR code on the screen. Right here. Basically, like half off after you consider the the drop in price to slash the price slash plus 30 percent off. And also the link in the description box below that coupon code is Griff Report. It will be applied at checkout. And we now have a one step checkout. Shout out to the team uh, working hard on that project. Men of Water, Men of Water dot com. Let's dive right into uh, Elon tweet about, I don't know, what was this? Two, uh, six minutes ago. Let's take a look at this. So Elon's, you know, uh, released his own AI or it's coming soon or something to that effect. And um, there's some information here in regard to how they built the AI. Um, I've joined the wait list. I've signed up to join the wait list to see what Grok is all about. Korg. I was trying to figure out what. What's this an anagram for? So the first thing I looked at was spelling Grok backwards. K-O-R-G. Let's put Grok into the um, Gematria calculator. Gematria calculator. Let's see what pops up here. We're going to put Grok right into the Gematria calculator and see what pops up. Okay. We get 147. We get 306, simple gematria, we get, so in central, uh, simple gematria, we get 51. 51 is five plus one, that's six. Yee. Um, 306 would be the number of completion, nine. Um, this would be 11, um, plus one will be a 12, um, would be the number th reduced to the number three. I just want to see if there's anything there. So, you know, simple gematria would put this at the number six. I don't know. Maybe there's some six, six, six stuff going on here. I don't know. I don't know. So uh, I'll keep you up to date on what's happening in the world of AI on that front. Um, also in the world of AI, I want to show you a story here. I think this is it. I think this will actually let me let me go to my recent. Um, here we go. Let's go to this story. Let's pull this up. Feeling much better. I had to call, um, text Rook and ask Rook, what should I take? And Rook helped me out. Help me back to uh, get me back to health. Oh, this is a real hotel. Brother. Shout out to Project Rook. Uh, let's go right here. China aims to build advanced humanoid robots by 2025. Now, remember I told you AI is not what we need to worry about. What we need to worry about is when you put the AI in the robot. 
So what exactly is China up to? Right here. They want to have a humanoid robot which integrates, it's right there, advanced technology such as artificial intelligence, high-end manufacturing of materials into the robot. Into the robot. Um, also, real quick before I forget, You're about to be surrounded by artificial intelligence. Um, let me pull this news article up here. All right, I don't see the article here, but there's some articles here. I'll show you. There's some articles here about Tim Cook, CEO of Apple, basically saying, you know, uh, AI is something that they want to invest in. I mean, they sit on trillions of cash, I think, something like that. They have a, a tremendous amount of cash, Apple does. And um, wait, consider the fact they're sitting on cash. Could Apple drop a stable coin? Let me see. Apple stable coin. Is there an Apple stable coin? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I would keep an eye on that. I would I would bookmark that. I would bookmark that. An Apple stablecoin. Stablecoins are something, you know, because I do CBDC research, I have to pay attention to stablecoins. And stablecoins are, are a fascinating thing happening right now around the world. Um, Coinbase and Circle have their USDC coin. And there's some other stablecoins out there. As you know, Tether has the largest market cap right now. Um, PayPal has a stablecoin. Uh, which is uh, increasing in adoption, et cetera, et cetera. But let's go back. Um, so I tweeted this out this morning. Let me find it. Shouldn't take long. I only had like three tweets this morning. Um, I had a very focused morning too. Very, very focused morning. I had a really good morning this morning. It's very important for me to have a, a, a great morning in order to have a great show. If I don't have a great morning, usually I don't have a great show. So I said here, um, by Christmas of 2026, the retail shelves will feature a robot pal for kids with artificial intelligence at semi-affordable prices and it will be mass produced. Let's go back. Let's go back to the article, <clears throat> the China article. And China does want to have their bot mass produced. Keyword mass produced, right? Having one or two is 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 one thing. Um, actually, I'm sorry, it was right there in my in my uh, in my tweet. You can see it right here. China boldly claims that it has a plan to mass produce humanoid robots that can reshape the world within two years. This is there's many implications um, to be had here. First of all, first, the first one is surveillance, surveillance and data collection. So by having these robots in your house, some of you already have surveillance devices. One of them happens to be a smartphone. The other one happens to be Amazon Alexa and uh I think Apple has a device like this, too. So you already have these surveillance devices. The, the thing is, is now they're going to come equipped with cameras and it'll be in your uh, toy doll. Then there's going to be uh, another means of data harvesting. So you speak to this doll. 
this this toy and it's going to learn right um that's what artificial intelligence does so taking chat gpt stuff and get inside of well some people here are joking about an artificial intelligence chucky <laughs> um yeah so the other implications are just massive malfunction um i i think the most direct threat to the child is cultural conformity so if the ai is quote unquote woke and your child is speaking to this ai it could What's the word I want to use here? First, I thought import. Then I thought download. I think I want to go with install. Let's go with install. This thing wants to, well, may install communist socialist ideology, maybe even rainbow ideology into the mind of the child or discourage other types of thought. Um, let's call it... Um, unorthodox thought right says uh montoya said invest in nvidia yeah i think two great investments are nvidia and um amd uh i consistently buy amd it's a staple in my portfolio um also uh if you guys are not in our group chat we do have a big brain uh telegram group chat uh, this is basically a waiting room uh, for our Hotep community that will exist in the cryptoverse, not to be confused with the metaverse. It will be in the cryptoverse, meaning that we'll have full end to end encryption and the uh, potential to make money as a community uh, money. Um, so, yeah, uh, hit that link description box below. It's going to say access airdrop group. It's our big brain chat. Now, last week. I provided, um, you know, every every month, the first of the month, some people pay bills, but uh, investors will tell you to pay yourself first in the form of your investment portfolio. So I, I took a look at how I was investing in my portfolio earlier this year. And um, I do dedicate a portion of my portfolio to cryptocurrency. Um, but I gave two two concepts. One of them was invest uh, or, or stake money on the Pegasus Dow by Syscoin. Uh, Syscoin has gone up since the bull run. Uh, many alts have pumped. Shout out to Syscoin. Uh, so that was, uh, and again, this is not advice. This is just telling you what I'm doing with my money. So staking on Pegasus Dow um, was one thing I said. And the other one was XRP, right? Ripple. Uh, Ripple um, because I covered the CBDC, I see all the central bank movings and I saw that Ripple got another contract. This time was the country of Georgia. Somebody in the chat was like, Georgia, the state can't issue a stable coin. <laughs> and I was like, no, not that Georgia, Georgia, the country. So when I saw them get that contract, I was like, OK, so I've seen enough of XRP to know that XRP is going to be the backbone for the CBDC in many jurisdictions across the globe. So 
I bought. I bought some XRP or more XRP, I should say, because I had some I bought many years ago. Uh, 2017 XRP was one of my buys. And I told you guys this story before. I went on a crypto uh, cryptocurrency podcast with Carl, civil right. And, you know, I was given my top buys and I said XRP seemed to be really connected to the establishment. So if you bet on the establishment, you're probably going to win. It feels a little bit like investing in private prisons, um, because when you invest in, in CBDCs, it's a form of, you know, a virtual private prison. For all reasons that we've discussed on this platform, shout out Renee Vogel. What up, bro? What up, Joe Beer? What up, uh, Robert Jones? Uh, so we're going to get into some of that stuff in a little bit here. We're going to circle back to the stablecoin CBDC conversation a little bit. First thing I want to do here is I want to talk about the protesters. And then I want to talk about Biden voters, Macklemore. And then we'll get into some big brain CBDC stuff. So let's go ahead and bring up our protesters. And we'll circle back because I don't want to cover too much if I'm going to cover it. Again, later in chat is texting me. What is chat texting me? Um, oh, he's texting me a, uh, a, a, a highlight of his son playing basketball. Thank you, Chad, for sending me a highlight of your son playing basketball right in the middle of my stream. I appreciate you. Thank you, Chad. <laughs> so let's go. Let's go to the Griff bag. That's where I have everything um, chronicled. So let's pull let's pull this video up. Let's pull this video up. Let's pull this video up. And then we'll talk about these. So let's talk about these videos first. First, let's pull this up uh, here. So this is the latest one. We have uh, protesters. It says here, a large group of protesters with Jewish voices for peace are chanting ceasefire now and have taken over. Uh, the platform of the Statue of Liberty dropping banners. So nice little publicity stunt here. You go to a prolific monument that is the Statue of Liberty. Did you guys ever hear the uh, story? What up, Jeff? You ever hear a story about the black Statue of Liberty? Hold on a second. Let me let's see if we can pull that up. Let's see if we can find that. Mm. There were some sketches. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, let's pull this up. Uh, you got to do your own research on this. But it says here, here's what we see about the original black woman Statue of Liberty claims and partial admission by the United States government. So here you see. Um, let's make this better says here, uh, many researchers are investigating reports that Lady Liberty was originally intended to be a monument to emancipated black slaves. Examinations of a 21 inch model of the statue of permanent display at the Museum of City, uh, at the Museum of the City of New York. Da -da 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 -da. Broken chain da -da -da -da. stands next to a model of the actual, which features a similar broken shackle on the foot. Original dark face of the Statue of Liberty can be seen in the NY Post, June 17, 1986. Um, so in regards to abolition. 
And then you hear you have National Park Service. So there's some rumors about a. Um, so it says here, was the original model for the Statue of Liberty a black woman? Most versions of the Black Statue of Liberty rumor refer to a cast of a no longer extant maquette owned by the Museum of the City of New York as proof the original model. The temporal proximity and aesthetic overlap between Bartholdi's Egyptian proposal and the Statue of Liberty project and the preliminary nature of the statue study models makes it impossible to rule out a uh, 1870-71 Liberty model that has design origins in Bartholdi's drawings of a black Egyptian woman. So, you know, I don't know what's going on here. Um, but a little bit of, uh, I always like to throw in these little anecdotes of history. So, yeah, so protesters are here. They're also here. Um, and, and here they've targeted Andrew Jackson, right? And Benjamin Franklin. Now, I, I, well, first of all, uh, many of you have heard me say this. Andrew Jackson is uh, my favorite president in the United States of America ever. Um, I think he's the most interesting character. Um, I think as far as being uh, a loyalist to the United States of America, he was probably the most tried and stalwart figure in U.S. political history, U.S. presidential history. Uh, I love his fighting against the banks. So targeting the homie Andrew Jackson is not quite something I can support. Benjamin Franklin, not exactly one of my favorites. However, Benjamin Franklin did have some very interesting quotes. In order to understand those quotes, let's bring those up. Let's bring those up on the screen. I want to show you right here from my very old document, the Patriot Report, Unmasking the Conspiracy of Money and War. Whoops. Uh, okay, let's go here. Boom, boom. Okay, here we go. And we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this a little bit later, but I'm going to just, you know, set this up right now. Right there. It says right here. And we're going to come back to this. Remember, I said we're going to come back. It's the Currency Act chapter in my book. It says here, the colonies would gladly have borne the little tax on tea and other matters had it not been that England took away from the colonies their money, which created unemployment and dissatisfaction. Okay. So uh, Benjamin Franklin was heroic in some ways. I think I have another one here from him. Hold on. Uh, actually, I don't want to read that one yet. Okay, yeah. I'll read the other one. I'll read the other one later because it goes, it ties into a later story. It ties into a later story. So let's come back. Let's close that. Now, who should they have targeted? I'm going to show you exactly who these people should have targeted. It's right here. Let's pull this up. Put this on the screen for you. This bastard. This rat bastard right here. Now, every time they protest, they protest in the wrong place. Shout out to Royce Wright. Royce White. Uh, 
who did protest in the right way when he protested um, uh, for George Floyd. He led that protest to the Federal Reserve. I thought that was brilliant. I have a Federal Reserve video uh, short coming out later today or tomorrow, whenever my guy finishes with the editing. Um, very interesting. You'll see when that drops. Anyway, this is who they could have gotten. And Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton, Mr. I want to destroy the Constitution. Mr. I want to confuse the meaning of Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution. Mr. Central Bank. Mr. CBDC. Mr. I hate freedom. Alexander Hamilton. Now, if they would have just took a walk over to the U.S. Treasury building, they could have found this statue right here. They could have found this statue and they could have did whatever they want to this statue. I would I would have supported that. Like, OK, at least, you know, which statue to take down or to desecrate. The Treasury building. If anybody's going to have a protest, we need to have a protest at the Treasury building. The the. It's just gross malfeasance, uh, negligence, downright idiocracy coming out of the Treasury building. Janet Yellen, uh, I think, needs some training. I think Janet Yellen needs some retraining. I, I think she needs more economics and fallacies from by Thomas Sowell in her life. Keep in mind, shout out to Locals Community, hotepjesus.locals.com or locals.com slash hotepjesus. Both of them work, I believe. Um, somebody in there asked me for some book suggestions. Um, and it was in the subject matter of marketing, economics, and uh, society. So I gave them a total of nine books, three in each category. So if you want a... Um, if you want access to that, join the Locals community. Uh, Jonah's in there dropping tinfoil, koofy information in there on the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and all types of Illuminati, lizard men material. Um, and it's a free open community. You can post whatever you want in there. Uh, but we're building inside that community. And shout out to the people that join my Locals community. Uh, much, much better experience than the YouTube community. So shout out to people in the YouTube community that support. I appreciate you. Um... Yeah. Shout out to Ben for making that money. Exactly. Um, so they put this guy right here, who, you know, um, uh, on what bill is Hamilton on the 50? What note is Hamilton on? The 10. I'm sorry. He's on the 10. They put Alexander Hamilton on the $10 bill. Okay. So, yeah, um, Alexander Hamilton, just 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 one of the worst human beings in the history of the United States to ever exist. And if they just took a walk over to the Treasury building, then, um, yeah, we, we could have had uh, some resemblance of competency. Instead, they choose. And this is all by design. This is all by design. You got to remember that uh, Andrew Jackson opposed the central bank. That's all in my book, The Patriot Report, Unmasking Conspiracy of Money and War. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Grant is on a 50. Thank you. I always mess that up. So Andrew Jackson opposed the central bank. And what did they do? They completely obliterated his honor, his integrity, 
They made him out to be uh, a evil person. In fact, they you know the Trail of Tears, right? The Trail of Tears. They 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 blame the 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 Trail of Tears on Andrew Jackson. But he wasn't actually the president during the Trail of Tears. Which is just 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 uh, uh, quite fascinating. Um, right here. So. You'll see here on study.com. I'm sure there's other sources as well. It says right here, Martin Van Buren was president. He was Jackson's vice president. And he enforced the Trail of Tears. Jackson signed the 1830 Indian Removal Act, which was authorized, which authorized U.S. to exchange lands west of the Mississippi for ancestral lands of uh, Native American tribes living in southeastern U.S. So this is more like a uh, Balfour Declaration for Natives. Hotep, you're a genius. <laughs> Hotepjesus.com. Kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so this is basically like a relocation. This is a relocation, right? Now, the Trail of Tears is is definitely um, the enforcement of this removal. So they try to put this on Andrew Jackson when really it's Martin Van Buren. Now, they put this on Andrew Jackson, I believe, meta-wise, because he opposed the central bank. He opposed the central bank. That's what I believe. So, again, coming back, these people attack Andrew Jackson when they really need to attack Alexander Hamilton. Sister Otis said, wow, I did not know that. Thank you. Yeah, well, that's what I try to do. I try to put information that is not so known into this show. SideQuest Goldstein. <laughs> Shout out to Goldstein in the chat. Um, so, yeah. So just just off the mark there. Just completely off the mark. If you're going to protest, please. It's the U.S. Treasury building. It's right there in Washington, D.C. You were right there. You were so close yet so far. And you go and you and, and you 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 want to desecrate something. If you're going to desecrate something, please make it be this. Now, I'm not advocating for desecrating statues. I'm not doing that. But if you are, at least get the right one. And Bailey said conspiracy alert. Lady Liberty is actually a man. Oh, come on, man. Oh, this is a real hotel. brother. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are terrible. Y'all are terrible. Um, let's go to Macklemore. I told you I had a couple of videos to show here. Let's close some things out so I don't get confused. Let's close out the Gematria calculator. Let's close that. Close that. What's that? Close that. Close that. Close that. We're going to leave that up because we got to come back to that. Close that. All right, here we go. This is Macklemore. So Macklemore. Keep in mind, I said uh, Palestine is the new BLM. Palestine is the new BLM. I'm going to show you that again. But first, let's listen to Macklemore. Macklemore has chosen to get on the Palestine, free Palestine grift. And uh, many people said artists would be canceled for supporting Palestine because they say Jewish people control the music industry. When truthfully, it's actually... Uh, divided up between um, Japan, China, and there are many Jewish people in there, but Japan and China own a great bulk of the uh, 
whatchamacallit, um, music industry. But anyway, let's continue. You know, first and foremost, this is absolutely beautiful to observe today. I didn't expect to be on a microphone, but there are thousands of people here that are more qualified to speak on the issue of a free Palestine than myself. But I will say this. They told me to be quiet. They told me to do my research, to go back, that it's too complex to say something, right? To be silent in this moment. In the last three weeks, I've gone back and I've done some research and I'm teachable. I don't know enough, but I know enough that this is a genocide. It's that word, that word genocide really gets the crowd riled up, really gets the people going. And I just want to clear the air every time I have a chance. I just want to clear the air and where I stand on all of this stuff. And um, well, let's take a trip down memory lane. That's that's probably the best way to do this. Let's type in. Let's do this search and let's see what we can find here. Oh, I spelled my own name wrong. All right, let's pull this up. Let's go to latest. Let's try to find the oldest tweet we can find from Hotep Jesus in regards to this conflict. Let's see how far back it goes. Um, okay, here we go. Um, so let's just take a trip down memory lane to show you know where I was then. Um, November 8th, 2011, Israel's on the verge of attacking Iran because they're developing nuclear bombs. Iran is being accused of developing nuclear weapons, and Israel said they will attack and Obama will support the attack. Um, my bad. Uh, here's a correction here. In 2012, America offered Israel weapons to hold off on their war with Iran until after the next presidential election. Um, so one of my homies here, shout out to Belly, music producer. And uh, looks like he lost his name there. Oh, he's President Belly now. Okay, there's go, go Belly. So he says here, um, waiting for uh, Hotep Jesus, formerly known as Vibe High, to tell us what else is going on in the world while everyone is in an uproar about LeBron. So as you can see, this is something I've been doing for years. While you're distracted by that, here's what's really going on. And what did I put there? Gaza versus Israel. And then uh, here's another tweet. Israel separates Africa from Asia. Great tactical military advantage for the U.S., a.k.a. the West. Right? Um, Ebola is distracting us. This is 2014. Ebola is distracting us from, what did I say? Israel terrorism versus Palestine. Right? Right? This video has been removed. This 2014 video where they test, uh, this guy goes to universities and he waves the ISIS flag and then he waves, waves the Israel flag. And obviously um, uh, people don't like the Israel flag. Um, here's another one uh, story. Uh, Israel forces African migrants to leave. So this is Israel's border policy. Uh, my tweet here on the Golan Heights. Right? 
says here, uh, Hebrews say, is no, this is something. No, that's me going against the Hebrew Israelites. Um, the report said, this is 2017 now. The report said Israel's policies in the Palestinian territories and institutionalized regime of systemic oppression and domination. Right. 2017, Israel was established in 1948. What was the territory before then? How was it acquired is a question I had. 2017, the president of NWACP wants to fight anti-Semitism and racism while Israel continues to practice apartheid. So people come to me and they go, Hotep Jesus, Hotep Jesus, why won't you speak on the oppression of Israel versus Palestine? Because I had it, got mad at it, and don't want it no more. Hotep, you're a genius. HotepJesus.com. I did that already. I, I warned y'all over a decade ago. These are the things I was talking about this over a decade ago. 2017, I spoke about this. We covered this already. Like this stuff should be known already. So for me to go and like try and create some self-interest in what's happening in that region, it just, I'm kind of bored with it. I'm, I'm bored. I, that's something I did when I was 30. I'm 40 now. And it's like, if you don't know what's going on in that region, then, you know, go listen to Scott Horton or something like that. Go listen to Scott Horton. He'll get you guys caught up. Okay. But this stuff is, um, you know, this is uh hotep 101. Like this is stuff that you learn when you first become a hotep. Now, the interesting thing is when you're a black nationalist, a, a well-studied black nationalist, you understand that, or if we just follow the quote from um, John Henry Clark, uh, we have no friends. And John Henry Clark is basically saying, no matter where we look at any other race, black, black, the black race has no friends, whether it be white, Arab, Asian, whatever, whatever. Um, so in my black nationalist mind, for me to try and choose between the Jew and the Arab would be asinine, it, it, you know on a on a global spectrum um historically none of these groups have had black people's best interests at heart um i look at how africans are treated in places like sudan i look at my own anecdotal evidence from visiting uh tanzania myself and seeing that in tanzania the upper class is not only Germans, because uh, Germany has uh, an embassy there in Tanzania. It's it might be a German colony. I'm not sure. But um, it's the Germans and the Arabs. The, the Arabs are the upper class and the Africans work under them. So you see the class dynamics in Africa. So I don't look at Arabs as somebody being an ally. Now, does that mean I hate Arabs? No. Does that mean I hate Jews? No, I don't. But when you zoom out and really take a look at things objectively, you have to learn how to position yourself accordingly. The black community is in no condition to take on anyone else's struggle. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. The black community is in no condition to take on anyone else's struggle. That includes the struggle in Palestine. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. Now, if you choose to do that as a humanitarian, 
my hat goes off to you. You know, you should champion every humanitarian cause. Just know that it won't be reciprocated. Just know that Palestinians are not going to, you know, uh, Palestinians would have did the same thing to black people. If the Palestinians had the land and Africans wanted to occupy Gaza, the Palestinians would have treated Africans the same exact way. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Just my belief. That's just my belief. So I can't really cape for a group of people who, um, and, and again, these people are cousins. I spoke to the IDF soldier. The Jews and the Palestine, uh, Palestinians are cousins, according to the IDF soldier uh, that I had come on the channel and, and interviewed. So it sounds like family beef. One thing we know about family beef is it's between family. ain't got nothing to do with us. So I'm not here for the whole, you know, ceasefire and all of that. I've been did that. I've been got over that. I was doing that in my 30s. So, you know, you guys want to pick up every new cause that the powers that be tell you to pick up. Go ahead. Do it. I, I, I've done my activism. I've didn't done activism in my 20s and then I did activism in my 30s. And now I just study activism. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. The only thing I'm concerned with building right now is Hotepistan with anybody from any walk of life. Well, I can't say any walk of life. I'll say any race, but not any walk of life. OK, not any walk of life. I'm saying um, my man Will texting me. What's Will talking about? Because I got to I got to hit him up. Um, he got to roll with me somewhere. Um, so, yeah. So I just wanted to clear the air on because people were like, oh, you must be a Zyrocon now because you're exposing the Palestinian protest. No, I'm exposing communism. That's really what I'm doing. So let's go to that. Let's pull that up on your screen. Where is it? Here we go. So it's very simple. Actually, it's two here. It's two, two, two hotels been told you stories. Let's pull this one up first. So Palestine's new BLM, you know, I called that October 15th, got the timestamps and, and wokeness. What they say? Free Palestine is BLM repackaged, right? It's truth. It's true. So everybody's catching on now, you know, uh, a, a month later. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Uh, if you watch Hotep's Been Told You or Hotep's Jesus, you know, you basically live in the future. Um, here's another Hotep's Been Told You moment. Let's play this clip. The Biden administration is getting ready to weaponize black people against the middle class. And I'm going to show you exactly how. Recently, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden held a press conference in regard to artificial intelligence. Biden did slip up and say he wants to regulate AI. To realize the promise of AI and avoid the risk, we need to govern this technology. Take a look at the Bill of Rights for Artificial Intelligence. In there, they talk about discrimination specifically and extensively, specifically talking about the African-American community. So what they want to do is they want to use our emotions to get us to champion a cause to regulate AI, which is going to work against our best interest. Soon, in my prediction, I think they're going to require licenses just to use ChatGPT. What they want to do is stop the lower and the middle class from using AI to increase our quality of life. You've been warned. AI should be free and ungoverned. Subscribe for more. Alright. Oh, shit. I forgot to give my guy instructions. Hold on. This is important. I gotta do this before he edits the next video. I need a, a little tweak. Um, Where is he? Replace. 
Just a little tweak to my videos. Let's close that and come back. So let's go to the story. Now, we have that in our mind. What is Business Insider published today? Black workers could be disproportionately harmed by AI. You see that? So Biden makes a statement. He talks about discrimination in the Artificial Intelligence Bill of Rights. So the next step is the media rollout to raise awareness and target specifically the black mind. Now keep in mind, I published this last week, right after the whole thing. I published my video last week. That's why I try to be as quick as possible so that when the stuff rolls out, we can say Hotep's been told you. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. So here it is. They wrote the article. Blacks could be disproportionately blacks. Black workers are more afraid of being replaced by AI than white workers. <laughs> that may be because black workers are, have a, a fraught history with technology. <laughs> Experts say that companies and the government have responsibility to make AI more inclusive. Make AI more inclusive. So they're going to woke the bot. Imagine when they woke the bot and then give it to your child. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. So that's that. Let's talk about Biden voters since we're here. Let's pull this up on the screen and let's see what um, Jasmine Crockett has to say about black voters and voting for Biden. Here's a clip. Here's the deal. Perception is reality. And so when you look at the data that was provided. Whoa. Perception is reality. Now, that's a deep phrase to start your statement off with. Perception is reality. In many ways, she's right. But it is, uh, what does that say of the schizophrenic mind? Is he living in reality or is he living in a self-created reality? Anyway, I'm sorry. Divided in this poll, it talks about how people feel. And when people decide whether they're going to the poll or whether they're not going to, to the poll, it's all about how you feel in that moment. And so while the facts may not align with their feelings, their feelings are dictating their reality. Their reality is that. Now, remember in the Biden clip on AI, would I tell you that they target emotions? So she's talking about emotions. Now, everybody knows there's a common uh tactic to target people's emotions. It happens in marketing, advertising, politics, war, et cetera, et cetera, propaganda. So she's no um, stranger uh, to any of this. But it's interesting. She brings up feelings as if their entire political apparatus is uh, strapped to fear. It's strapped to emotions. It's harnessed. They harness emotions anyway. And so while the facts may not align with their feelings, their feelings are dictated. Who does she just sound like right there? With their feelings, their feelings are dictating their mind with their feeling moment. And so while the facts may not align, while the facts may not align with their feelings, while the facts may not align with their feelings, while the facts may not align with their feelings. Who does she sound like? Who does she sound like right there? I know y'all going to be able to guess that one. Huh? Who does she sound like? 
<laughs> Can anybody guess? <laughs> Sister Otis got it. Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. She practically just quoted Ben Shapiro. <laughs> oh my God. See, it's funny when black voters do what they want, then conservatives are wrong. But when black conservatives deviate from the blue script, all of a sudden, conservatives are right. All of a sudden, conservatives are right. Their feelings are dictating their reality. Their reality is that they said that they feel better or they felt better when Trump was in office. But we've been trying to push back. We've got some very... You tweeted that yesterday, um, Ghosting. Damn, I'm mad, I'm mad I missed that. Um, tag me in that tweet so I can bring it up on the screen. Very popular African-American artists that are out here saying things like, oh, I got checks when Trump was in office. I want those checks again. Popular African-American artists been trying to push back. We've got some very popular office, but we've been trying to push back. We've so we've been trying to push back. We've been trying to push back. That's a first mistake. We've been trying to push back. What is she basically saying here? She's basically saying we're not going to listen to black voters. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Fuck what they think. They are too stupid to think on their own. We have to think for them. So we're going to push back on what the black voters say. We're not going to listen to black voters. We are the black intelligentsia. We make the decisions for black voters. We know better than them. We know better than them. That's what she's saying. We've got some very popular African-American artists that are out here saying things like, oh, I got checks when Trump was in office. I want those checks again. Not now she's talking about sexy red. She's talking about sexy red. OK. Sexy red endorsed Trump. Sexy red says she wants to see a Trump presidency. Sexy red said the hood got checks from Trump and Trump stimmies. People remember that. I'm not saying the Stimmies were a good idea. I don't think they were. But they are a very smart play by Trump. Because people remember those checks. Those checks came and they had Trump's signature on them. People remember that. That was a very, very smart play by Trump. And the hood remembers those checks. They remember the, the what was it, the PPP loans? They remember the PPP loans. A lot of fellas came up off the PPP loans. A lot of people came up. A lot of people were scamming. A lot of money was flowing through the hood, through the through the. Uh, again, Trump administration policies, PVP loans and uh, the stimmies. Now she's mad at them rap artists. Now, who does she sound like? She sounds like a conservative. <laughs> she sounds like a conservative. How dare you listen to your rap artists? But every time it's election season, that's who y'all go get to speak for us. Last time it was Cardi B and. Whoever else, when you wanted to push the pandemic, you went and got Juvenile and Run DMC out there or DMC from Run DMC. Now, all of a sudden, the rappers aren't saying what you want them to say. So now they're wrong. Wow. OK. 
understanding that that really came from Congress. Mm -hmm. So we've got a couple of things, the perception issue, and then we also have an issue as it relates to civics in this country and people not understanding exactly how any of this works. Oh, now they want to talk about civics. Now, now all of a sudden people need a civics class. When we said that, you know, people need a civics class, it was racist. It was conservative. Now she wants people to take a civics class. You can never trust a black Democrat. Can't trust them. You can't trust them because they're purposely doing something wrong. Um, mostly you can't trust the ones like this because they have a uh, superiority complex. They're of the elite. These are the lim limousine liberals. Okay. Um, these are uh, champagne socialists. And many of them unwitting. So you can't trust somebody who doesn't even understand the propaganda um, of which that they've been subject to. Um, now, very interesting enough, I'm now studying um, something called pedestroika. Pedestroika. Is, this is my new fascination. I'll share this with you. And uh, I'm going to bring up on the screen what Google says it is. But what the Soviet Union says it is, is or or what the Soviet Union uh, did to implement this. So basically they said it's a, a restructuring or reform of the Soviet communist system. But the information I'm reading, I'll share that with you after I'm done. Um, but basically it talks about how to uh, spread communism all over the world under various different names, but still the same ulterior motive. And the Democrats, obviously, um, being a target, right? Like pushing leftism, like that was in the interest. In fact, they talk about how the Soviet Union uh, favored the left. And they always talk about, um, you know, Trump and Putin was, um, you know, rigging elections, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you know, information I'm finding in, in the perestroika um, strategy, they were pushing the left because the left was closer to communism. So, yeah, very dangerous when you have somebody who's an agent and doesn't know it because it's just like you just uh, you're a worker bee, you're a worker bee and, and you're not even aware of it. All right. Let's talk money. Let's talk big boy. Let's talk big boy noise. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Let's talk big boy things. So. Um, shout out to Syscoin. Big Brain Update today, sponsored by Syscoin. Again, make sure you join our Big Brain Telegram group. That link is in the description box below. It says Access Super Dap Group. And we have Big Brain Conversations there. So if you want that big boy talk, make sure you join right there. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to the India story in just a moment here, because that's where we're going to spend most of our time. Uh, Bank of International Settlements is talking to Peru. They've made um, a total of three visits. This dates back to 2021. So they've been working on the CBDC with Peru since 2021. And they issued two papers. One of them is in regard to um, stakeholders. And the other one is a technical, a technical paper. Uh, obviously, dealing in technology, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So shout out to Peru. Um, CBDC coming near you. Uh, Estonia, Estonia for whatever their uh, word has weight in uh, the European um, landscape. 
Estonia supports a concept of a digital euro. So their uh, deputy secretary general of financial and tax policy for the Ministry of Finance, Evelyn, says. So Estonia has got a CBDC or they endorse the CBDC of the European Union. Um, or I should say the euro dollar, the euro. It's called the euro. Um, but, yeah, th- there's a lot of discussion in parliament about implementing a CBDC, particularly a euro and moving the euro to a CBDC. Now, we're going to spend most of our time right here with India. Right. So India is considering a complete ban. They flip flop so many times, as Wendy Yo has mentioned. Um, keep in mind, I'm going to be with Wendy Yo today at 4 p.m. on Twitter spaces. So make sure you all join us there for more big brain talk. And um, what do they say here? They say cryptocurrency is a serious threat to financial stability. So let's bring this article up. Let's see exactly what India is saying here. Let me make it bigger. Pause. So you all can follow along. All right, here. So one of the risks they say with cryptocurrency is macroeconomic stability. Macroeconomic stability. I'm going to come back to that. Obviously, he says here, uh, which which seems like they're taking orders from the um, uh, IMF. And uh, it says the paper does doesn't stop any country from imposing higher restrictions as uh, stringent as a complete ban. So. The way this reads to me is they got to take orders from the IMF. I'm I'm guessing if you're a member of the IMF, you got to follow IMF uh, financial policy. So I guess that's how the IMF is going to maintain relevancy in a CBDC world. So. Again, waiting for IMF to take their SDRs and CBDCM or issue a whole new IMF coin. Uh, waiting on that. Um, so they claim that the CBDC is more eco-friendly. So here we go. So they talk about cryptocurrency and they say it's designed to bypass established regulated intermediate uh, intermediation. Basically, you know, uh, again, they want to uh, snoop on your assets. They want to snoop on your transactions so they know how much to tax you, right? They don't want um, any type of activity in which they cannot tax. That's pretty much what that comes down to. So here's what I want to focus on. So Central Bank Governor Shakti Kanta uh, recently said that cryptocurrency is a serious threat to financial stability. Serious threat to financial stability. I'm going to come right back to that. I just want to cover this point before we finish up here says, uh, I've yet to see a credible definition of what cryptocurrency is. So this is where things get a little hypocritical, right? Um, Trump hates Bitcoin. Yeah, I know. He's an old fart. Well, we got to work with him. Um, But he did say he doesn't want to ban cryptocurrency. So he's definitely pro freedom. Um, How can you regulate something you don't have a definition of? You can't do it. You can't do it. So let's come back. Did I type this thought out? I think I typed this thought out. Oh, I didn't. I didn't type this thought out. I, ha- I had the thought. OK, so I'll explain the thought. I thought I tweeted it. Maybe it's in my draft somewhere. But basically what my thought is. Regulation will have to be vague. It'll have to be all encompassing. Because if they don't know what a cryptocurrency is, they'll have to cover everything, which means that you're going to have um, some sort of stranglehold 
or the cutting off of freedom for citizens of the relevant country to try and encompass what something you don't even know the definition of is. So that's that. Let's come back. So threats of financial stability, right? In order to understand this threat of financial stability, really what they're talking about is outflows here, money leaving, right? Cryptocurrency allows you to take, for example, if you're dealing in a rupee, you take your rupee, you onboard it to the cryptocurrency exchange, you turn your rupee into another exchange, and the next thing you know, it's Bitcoin, and the next thing you know, the Bitcoin is USD, and the rupee's gone. Just gone. It's just gone. And before you know it, there is no rupee, which means the game's over. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. And people are free. Um, I don't want to get into the intricacies of what could happen because of time constraints. But uh, we'll, we'll explore that another day. So now what we got to do is we got to come back to my book. Gotta come back to my book. And we're going to go right here. I'm going to go to Currency Act. We got to go to the Currency Act. And again, it's going to bring us right back. Remember I told you? It's going to bring us right back to Benjamin Franklin. You guys can see that well? Good. All right. Let's come down here. So in this document, I cite Adam Smith, Wealth of Nations. It's must read. And uh, basically what he says here is the government of uh, Pennsylvania um, created their own legal tender. But this one was backed by land. This one was backed by land. Right. Um. The interesting thing here is, let's go here. Let's come back. Let's come back to here. Let's fix this on your screen. So this is the wiki article on the Currency Act. There are several iterations of the Currency Act, 1751, 1764. But what you'll notice is a common theme. And one of them is war, right? So it says here in 1690, Massachusetts became the first colony to issue paper currency. This currency was employed as a means to finance its share of the debt from King's Williams War. And you see another one here. Act of 1751, these colonies issued a paper fiat money known as bills of credit to help pay for military expenses during the French and Indian Wars. So you always see some war creating the, the, the quote unquote need for debt because that's what these bills are. They represent debt. Okay. What are we in the midst of right now? War. Therefore, this is the perfect climate to push us to a CBDC world. That's what the premise of all this is. That's what, that's what the premise of all this is. Now, come back to my book. The Revolutionary War. According to Benjamin Franklin, um, was about the ability to coin their own money. The ability to coin their own money. Right? That's what this is about. Hold on. Um... Here we are. Benjamin Franklin. This is in uh, a paper he wrote to England. 
says Amada's inquiry into the nature and necessity of paper currency. He wrote this in 1729. Here's what he says. He says, I cannot think it in the interest of England to oppose us in making a great sum of paper here as we who are the best judges of our own necessities find convenient. And if I were not sensible that the gentlemen of trade in England to whom we have already parted with our silver and gold <laughs> are misinformed of our circumstances and therefore endeavor to have our currency stinted to what it now is. I should think the government at home had some reasons for discouraging and impoverishing this province, which we are not acquainted with dot, dot, dot. And it continues. Okay. Okay. So he's questioning England about, you know, you're, uh, forcing us into these wars. In order to create debt. But he's also talking about our ability to create money. So really what we're talking about here is in regard to India. Circle all the way back. Circle all the way back. In regard to India. What do they talk about here? Macroeconomic stability. And a threat to financial stability. So really what they're saying is in this case, this is King William or King George. And the people are, well. The people, the populace. And the financial stability really means the monopoly of money. The monopoly over the creation of currency. And how they won't be able to calculate many different things as far as currency flows in and out of their current in and out of their markets. In and out of their country. They won't be able to they won't be able to account for it all that the mathematicians can do all the math they want to do. They have no idea what's going to happen because when you have so many different cryptocurrencies, and you have stable coins. So what they want to do is they want to strangle the competition. It's really what they want to do. They want to strangle the competition. I'm going to go to the phone lines after this point. If you want to get on the phone lines, text Hotep in your name to 202-596-5631, 202-596-5631. Um, hopefully somebody on YouTube super chats to bust our cherry today. Uh, I'm gonna start setting a daily goal of like I don't know 50 bucks or something like that. Shout out to Cannon. Hotel. Cannon's in the chat. So coming back, what they really want is a monopoly over the currency. They can't account for capital outflows. Um, they can't account for capital inflows, and with decentralization of currency you could very well have a mixed currency economy your your economy with the way things are going with crypto right now and just at the government level you could have a place called india where people are transacting in the ruple and the yuan so you can make all the laws you want but China and Russia are getting paid off of your citizens by using their, their currency. So BRICS is going to have a lot of work to do. They got their work cut out for them. But India. I'm not sure what's going to happen with the ruple. If, um, if, if, if history were to repeat, you could have a rebellion. Uh, you could have a rebellion in India. So I would keep an eye on India to see what people do, if there's any protests that pop up, any insurrections, any coups. But um, the people of India are not dumb. 
Uh, I think that the people running the central bank are quite antiquated boomers who have no idea what's going on. As you can tell, they can't even define what a cryptocurrency is. It's right there in the Bitcoin white paper, peer-to-peer cash, basically, peer-to-peer electronic cash. And they still seem to not understand it. Anyway, let's go to phone lines, 202-596-5631, 202-596-5631. Text HOTEP and your name to that number, and uh, we'll get on those phone lines right after this short brief commercial break. 